0: into our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God
1: has called us to be. Relax, grab
0: some tea, and chat smile, shine I'm with me. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, your favorite mom's hangout. I am your host, Allison Nick, and here we talk about all of the highs and lows of life after baby. You will receive your full postpartum advantage that includes mom's tips on faith, mental care, relationships, and more. We are postpartum's advantage. We are here for you, sis, and we understand. Now, let's start the show. Hey, mom friends, want to do something fun this summer and give your kids a great activity that will leave them encouraged? Check out Motivation Dance Co., a company that offers high quality and exciting dance classes for kids and adults in a variety of dance styles. I have actually known one of the owners, Mary Anuha, since high school, and her passion for dance has always been top notch. We were actually both step team captains. She was the captain of the dance portion. And since then, she has gone on to perform professionally behind celebrities, choreograph music videos, and also choreograph routines that have won her dancers multiple first place prizes and awards. She and her co-owner, Alex, have classes for anyone who just want to have some fun, get a good workout, or add an extra activity to life. Located in Arlington, Texas, Motivation Dance classes range from beginners all the way to advanced, and also they have services for those that are wanting to go to a professional level. They even have high heel dance classes, (laughs) y'all. Both owners have started their own dance groups and companies, such as Motivate All Stars, Texas Live Lone Stars, and Dallas Fly Girls. Both owners have connections with the music industry, dancing behind celebrities that can help give dancers firsthand experience and opportunities in the professional dance industry. So mamas, if you're in the DFW Metroplex looking for a fun activity with fun and encouraging teachers or a stimulating activity to boost confidence with you or your family member or to enhance your own dance to another level, check out Motivation Dance Co on Instagram at m 8 underscore dance co that's m the number eight underscore d-a-n-c-e-c-o and on facebook at motivation dance again that's m-o-t-i-v the number eight i-o-n-d-a-n-c-e or check out their site with the link below in the show notes to sign up for dance classes now let's get back to the show Hey, hey, mom friends, welcome to another episode. Um, Y'all know that during this series, we are talking to first-time moms and we're going over different topics that first-time moms really have to deal with in regards to um, having their baby and adjusting a different lifestyle. So I know that some of y'all out there are probably entrepreneurs or side hustlers at the minimum. So I have a good friend on here, Ms. Tatum Tamia, who is gonna be talking to us about how to balance baby and business, and in that, um, we are just going to go over some really great questions. Um, if y'all haven't heard of Taylor Tamia, she's the host of um, Blessed and Bossed Up Podcast. Um, y'all hear me always talking about going to a retreat, a podcast retreat in November, her first Bible <laughs> <fiber laughs> retreat, <laughs> November 2019. Um, this is she, this is <laughs> she has created everything, everything I know about podcasting has literally come from her and um the improvements that have come with the podcast so um ladies welcome Miss Tatum to Mia. how are you doing I'm doing
1: good thank you for having me it's it's cool to just see the show evolve over the last yeah. couple of years and then working with you again more recently and then to be on the show like this is an honor I'm so proud of you and I'm you are so sweet yeah you,
0: <laughs> you are so sweet look I was just like reaching out I was like oh
1: she would be perfect for this
0: Like, <laughs> this would be the yeah. perfect show for her tam just had her little baby it hasn't been a year
1: right it's been less than a year it'll be a year on sunday no Hmm. and i was like just crossed over into maybe the second trimester a- at the retreat you came to yes yes i remember that because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie
0: i had looked you and i was like she pregnant <laughs> like she, <laughs> she ain't said nothing And I Mm -hmm. think I had sat next to—I think it was Risha at the time—and Risha had a wishbone. She was like, "Think she pregnant?" I was like, "Yes, girl, I do." I was like, "I ain't gonna look. She ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing." I was like, "But it's (laughs) something. It's something. something Some other other mommies know. Like it's something different about you."
1: (laughs) Yep, y'all got
0: me. (laughs) And then you said it. I was like, "Yep, (laughs) yep." But yes, but yeah, Tatum. Um, like I said, if you guys are ever interested in podcasting or really, I really want to say really growing your podcast and molding it, Tatum is the person to go to and I'll have we'll talk about all her info and stuff later. Um, how to get in touch with her, how to get in contact with her. But yes, so Tatum has also been a full-time entrepreneur. You just crossed into four years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Four years. And so obviously her being an entrepreneur, um, leveling up in her business and now adding mommy to your many many titles um how has motherhood been different than what you pictured obviously in the sense that you know you having your business having your own thing um how has it been whenever sorry how is it so different than what you pictured and imagine your new life
1: <laughs> so I knew it would be an adjustment I knew it would be difficult because I'm going from being, you know, really only having to worry about myself and then getting married. And it just being about me and my husband to now having this person that we have to care for, protect and raise in the right way. And then also becoming a mother was hard for me. And so I think I I went into it with a level of gratitude as well. And just honoring wanting to honor the gift that uh, God had blessed me with when it wasn't something that came easy. So I didn't have much expectations. I was more so just like, you know, God, you carried me through everything else. So I'm just going to continue to seek you on behalf of what things look like as far as motherhood goes. But but it was still a part of me that felt like I could figure it out because, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, so my mindset is always like think I can just figure stuff out. And so yeah. with motherhood, though, I wasn't able to problem solve or figure it out the way that I had been with everything else. And that was the biggest adjustment for me that I was used to just, you know, adjusting. But mm-hmm. this adjustment was just different. It was yeah. different. I wasn't the same anymore. And then you dealing with all of the, the changes and the hormonal things physically from having a baby, then now having to care for this child that I'm so appreciative of and I love so much, but then also having my business, which was like my first baby and still trying to make sure I honor God in that way. It, be- it was very overwhelming for me for a really long time. And I beat myself up a lot because I felt like no matter how I tried to adjust, I was failing at every front. And so mm. it was really, really hard initially. I didn't have expectations, but in my mind, I thought whatever, however this would be, I can figure it out. But yeah. figuring it out took a lot longer and it was a lot more draining than I thought it would be.
0: Mm. So what was the, in, in figuring it out, like what was, I don't know, what was that moment that you kind of just like kind of got into the swing of things? Because uh, I know for some people, They do put expectations. My body's going to be back to looking like this by this time. And I'm going to be like this by then. And nothing's going to change and everything. And it's just like, but, (laughs) you know, it is different. So what was like, what was that moment that you kind of just like,
1: oh, I got it. Like, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Honestly, the moment was to realize that I'm never going to have it figured out perfectly. But I have to give myself grace. To just be okay with being in process. That was a really like aha moment for me to where at that point, and I feel like I have a great flow now, but at that point, the pressure was off. That pressure that I put on myself, I finally released myself from that. And that was the biggest thing because I remember uh, one time I was in my room with my whiteboard and um, the baby was asleep and uh, my husband, he was teleworking and I'm. Writing down because I'm trying to figure it out, doing what I know to do. And so I'm writing down all of the responsibilities I have. I'm writing down what's on my plate. I'm writing down what's going on in my business, the things we have coming up, and what needs to happen in the company. And I just broke down crying. And I was just like, How? Like I God, I can't do this. And that's what I felt like I cannot do this. And I'm in that pressure that I put on myself, it just came to a head at that point, And I broke down. And I remember after that, um, I always say like on my show and everything, like acknowledge how you feel, but stand on what you know. And so mm-hmm. in that moment I cried and I told God, I, I don't feel like I can handle this. Like this is too much. And then after i brought myself back together, I said, but you know what? You didn't, bl- these things are blessings. And I'm not going to allow the blessings to become burdened because I'm in a space where I'm not sure where everything fits right now. So just like I trust you to have brought me through everything else we've been through, I'm going to trust you to, glide, to guide me and be my father as I figure Ooh. out how to be a mother and a wife and a business owner and all of these different hats. And so that moment was very pivotal for me where I was able to just release myself from that pressure. And then after that, what I started doing was I I checked in with myself every week and I said, okay, what went good this week? What didn't go well? What can I do so that next week can be better? And so those check-ins really just allowed me to get my, get to know myself a lot better. Um, And one thing that I, I realized was that when I work, I'm not a good multitasker. I'm somebody who needs to focus. I can work, I can work very efficiently and quickly if I if you give me privacy and a computer. That's all I need. (laughs) Give me space, leave me alone, give me my computer, and I will make some things happen. But the whole let me get up and go do this and the baby and I gotta tend to the baby and go back to the work. I can't function like that. I'm I have to zone in. And so I felt my perception of being a mom was that I had to multitask, but that wasn't conducive to how I operate my best. And so with that, I had to make an adjustment to where it was times where I was working and it was times where I wasn't. Now I can multitask and something like I can answer some emails while playing with the baby or something yeah, like that. Yeah. When it came to the focused work, I couldn't do that and multitask. And so um, I had gotten a new office that was like a, it's really like a little safe haven. It's like a woman cave for me, honestly. And so I had upgraded my office space so that I can have somewhere that was nice. That was mine. There's no baby stuff there. I could focus in and yeah. get done. Um, and that way we hired a, a nanny to work with our family. So now it's a, it's a pandemic. So I didn't want to send the baby to daycare with the other kids. Um, I am very protective. So I have to be able to trust is around my son. So, you know, hiring a full-time nanny was very beneficial for us. And so now she works 8.30 to 4.30. So when I need to work, I work 8.30 to 4.30. I don't do anything before then in my company. I don't do anything after. Every now and then I may have to do like an evening thing, but with that we'll schedule it to where it's after the baby's bedtime or something like that. And that's not more than like once a month because in the evenings I want to spend time with my husband. And so just every week I started to learn more about myself through those check-ins and seeing what was working and what wasn't and how I could make adjustments to be more efficient. And as time went on and I started making those adjustments, I was able to develop like a system that works really well for us now. Mm -hmm.
0: I like that. So just recapping, because you, you said some really great things. Mm-hmm. Um. So first thing for first time moms, understand that maybe one, I, I would just say, kind of going with your note, like I wouldn't even set expectations, yeah. like maybe set goals of things that you want to do afterwards, but not maybe like not put a timeline or a date or anything on them, but don't set. Giving yourself grace is huge, mm-hmm. because as you were saying, you can't just figure out if, there's no mommy manual. There's nothing that you can go and read or go on YouTube and just, oh, this is how you do this. It. Like, no, but it's different for every single person, every single family, every single mom. It's going to be different. I love the check-ins. I remember you talking about that on your podcast episodes. I love the check-ins and how you took it week to week. Don't take it day by day, ladies. Week <laughs> to week. <laughs> no, don't, don't freak yourself out. But uh, week to week is, is good. Maybe even bi-weekly of saying, okay, this I tried this this week. Maybe this didn't work or it did work. I'm going to keep implementing that and keep pushing into that. I love that. And then that took you into what you have developed now, having your nanny Um, block scheduling. Sounds like that's probably the best versus mm-hmm. going here and back, which is which I, I think is very true because sometimes you only get, you know, two hours or a few few moments of time to yourself and mm-hmm. you have to get that time to if it's working on your business, doing that and implementing that. I, I love all the different things that you said, I know you had mentioned block scheduling. Were there any systems, any other systems that you had to put into place for better time management um, for our moms that that are out there that are full-time entrepreneurs um, Mm -hmm. and coming into motherhood or trying to bring their side hustle up to a full-time entrepreneurship?
1: Mm -hmm. So the first aspect of my system honestly came before being a mom. One of the things that I really was passionate about prior to starting my family was that I wanted to be a full time entrepreneur first. Um, I didn't want to do that after having a baby. And then also I wanted to be certain of who I was as a woman prior to having a, a baby, because I knew that I, I couldn't lose my identity in, my fam- um, in, in being a mom. And in addition to that, I wanted my business to be at a place to where it can operate without me. So those were kind of like my prerequisites, because I, one thing I knew was that having a family was going to take time and a lot of me. And so I wanted to make sure that I, who I am, Tatum, was established prior to becoming a mom, um, and then also that I was in a comfortable space, because I grew up in a household where my mom was grinding right? She was grinding to make a life for her family and she was uh, doing business and things like that. But the consequences of that was a lot of time missed with her. And so having that understanding based off of my upbringing, I wanted my business to be in a place where I wasn't in that grind season anymore. And I know that's not possible for everybody, but just speaking to my experience, um, just planning for a family, that was part of the plan. Um, In addition to all the other stuff and finances and things of that nature, that was part of the plan. But um, as far as the system after the fact, having a team in my business and having systems in my business is important. Right. So, having I had to figure out who do I need to hire? Where am I spending the most time in my business and how can I outsource that? And so, I look for opportunities within my company to outsource as much as possible by hiring a team member or a freelancer or whatever, so that the only thing that I'm doing in the business is what the CEO should be doing, which is uh, maintaining the vision, seeking new opportunities, providing some of the strategic things that only I could do for the people that we work with. If it's speaking or showing up on the podcast, the things that only I can do is what I do. And in other things, I had to make sure that I outsource that to other people so that the company is able to still run and grow without me. So that's a huge part is having a system in the business as well. And then when it comes to the lifestyle things, the same thing, what's taking up my time? in the household. Do I want to spend all of Saturday cleaning the house top to bottom? No. Do <laughs> I want to spend time with my family instead? Yes. So let's hire a housekeeper to come in at, on a weekend, they clean it up and we go spend time together and we'll come back to a clean house. So I don't have to do it, it's done and I'm doing what I want to do which is spend time t- with my family or even mm-hmm. with, you know, the decision to hire a nanny. Let's bring someone into our home where it's safe, we're all here um, for the most part, where uh, our son is taken care of, he's getting that developmental attention for the time being. So outsourcing that um, was important. And then I like to cook, so I usually do the cooking because I like to do it. Yeah. If I did it, girl, be throwing down, be dropping dish uh, dishes and stuff off <laughs> the <water> too. But. <laughs> But outsourcing is a huge part of it as well. Um, So just taking things off of my plate so that I could focus on what I want to do, which is being present with my family. And then one of the other things I do um, it's even small stuff. So like on Fridays is my day for business development, as well as planning for the week ahead. So I do any classes or whatever, if I'm trying to, to refine some skills within business, or so if I'm looking for a new software to implement in the business, I'll do that on like Fridays. And then I also plan for the next week. So I write down everything I have to do the next week. And then I delegate all of it to a certain day. So on Monday, I'm doing these tasks. Tuesday, I'm doing these tasks. Wednesday, so I know what I'm doing every day before the week starts. So that eliminates that small time of waking up, trying to figure it out, dragging, what do I have to do? You know, you'd forget stuff. So I plan a week in advance and I stick to that schedule. Um, And then also I do, I plan like our meals in advance. I order the groceries. So I'm not going to the grocery store. I'm gonna go on Instacart. I'm going to pick out our groceries, pay for it. Somebody else yeah. can shop them, them off exactly. at the door. They come
0: drop it off to me.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I just save time going there myself. And then I'm using that time to plan out what my week is going to look like coming up. So when Mondays come, I know what I'm doing. I wake up. We have our staff meetings at 8 a.m. I go to, I use a software called Notion, N o t i o n dot So is the website. And so we use that to manage a lot of like the projects and the business, but I also use it for personal things. And so Monday through Friday, I know exactly what's going on. And then I also set another huge part of the the system is setting boundaries. And so um, a boundary of mine is we don't schedule anything after uh, the nanny leaves. I don't schedule anything before she gets here because the mornings and the evenings are my time with my family. I don't work any weekends. I'll give myself maybe one, one week in a month where I could work. My husband's cool with it; they could have a a boys' day or whatever with him and the baby, and that's it. And any other, everything else has to fit between Monday through Friday, from eight thirty to four thirty. If it don't fit, never mind. I was thinking about that phrase from the O.J. trial. Let me be serious. Zap (laughs) it. If it don't fit, it must. <laughs> <laughs> but if it don't fit within that time period, it just has to wait, you know. And I think a, a big part of having a system of uh, doing everything is understanding clear priorities. And so, for the, the business, is never more important in my family, so it can wait. I mm-hmm. serve uh, all. Everything that I come, I get, and have comes from God. And so I'm not a slave to what anybody else wants me to do or how people want me to show up or where they want me to go. I serve him. And I know by, by honoring my family and by honoring him, I won't miss out on anything that's mm-hmm. for me. And people, I'm a huge thing as well is I tell people no, and I don't have to explain myself about it and draw those boundaries with people as well. Because a lot of times if we just simply say no more, we'll have a lot more time for the stuff that we want but it's because we're being we're allowing people to pull us in so many different directions that we feel like we're uh we don't have it all together but it can be as simple as creating that boundary with friends and family that will help but again the biggest systems is planning the week before outsourcing everything that can be outsourced um having groceries delivered is a big thing and just uh understanding that you don't have to do it all to have it all yeah yeah i i like that
0: even with um the outsourcing um is, is huge because I have started doing like my grocery pickup hmm. we just want to cut out that time like <laughs> it, it's no mm-hmm. point no I don't like walking around the grocery store like that no way so we cool mm-hmm. so um I mean yeah even outs- outsourcing your business and y'all I know y'all hear Tatum say like getting a nanny and getting somebody and maybe you don't have those those finances yet but you can outsource to Fiverr you know for mm-hmm. making a, a video or something like that for uh, something for your podcast, for your business, doing little things, and they're inexpensive. You can hire a virtual assistant to check your email if that's something that really takes up a huge part of your day. So there are other mm-hmm. things that you can do that are not um, crazy costly. You can find a lot yeah. of stuff on Fiverr, yeah, that you can do um, that. So you don't have to take up that time. And then the biggest thing you said boundaries. Yeah. I Once you start making boundaries for yourself. That's that's it. <laughs> that's really <laughs> it. And I'm even learning that going into baby number three of what because everything is going to shift for me. This is another life. This is another responsibility that I'm going to have. And um, everything is just going to shift. So I'm even figuring out now what my schedule really what I really, what I truly can handle, like what I mm-hmm. truly can handle, what my schedule is really going to look like. How many posts can Mm -hmm. I really post on on social media without, you know, having the time to sit down and do it every single week? Like, what is that truly going to look like? So I like that. I I It tells us to
1: count the cost. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Looking at what it's realistically going to take in order to have what you want is important. And maybe because my husband's an accountant, we're always talking about budgets, but (laughs) we have more resources than we think you know, even when it came to the decision of, are we going to do daycare or do we want to do a nanny? I'm like, well, let's find out how much it costs. Cause I know let's find out how much it costs. Let's see if we can afford it. And we could, but that still came with sacrifices. He he'll tell me all the time. Okay. Uh, I need you to stop going to target and ordering off Amazon for 60 days. And I don't like it, but <laughs> you know, I have to do what I have to do. You know, sometimes yeah. you find the money, you have to find the time. And so um, a lot of times, I think if we are a lot more lean with our time, as well as our finances, we can afford a lot more things than we think we can. Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. So what has been your biggest lesson or mom tip that we can give our first time moms and managing a household
1: um, and a business? So to start with the house, I mean, honestly, it's applicable to both. It's that your family is your family. It's not your mother's family. It's not your grandparents' family. It's not your friend's family. You're going to be accountable to how you handle what God placed within you they're not going to be accountable to that. And so I think about that a lot when it comes to even business. I have to do what God has called me to do with this business. Some people are not going to understand and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be, when it's all said and done, held accountable for what I did with what he blessed me with. And so I keep that at the top of my mind, even with managing my household, it may look different then what other the way that other people manage their household I remember it was a time where I was at a dinner um and it was my uh dinner from one of my parents and their friends were there and um this was before we had the nanny and they were like I think my sister asked like oh when are you gonna have another baby you're gonna give me another niece or nephew or whatever and I was like man when uh we finally hire a nanny to come help you know that's that was my response and so one of uh his friends was like what I raised six kids and I work and I ain't had no nanny. I was like, well, this good for you. Great for you. Yes. <laughs> Great. Did that, But guess what? For me and my house, this is what's going to have to happen because I'm running a company as well. And I'm not going to feel bad for what I have to do for my household. I'm not going to feel bad about it. And I, I was really struggling a lot during that time because, you know, deciding to outsource certain things, it made me feel like less of a woman if I didn't do it all myself. If I wasn't the one scrubbing the floors, if I wasn't the one cooking every meal, if I wasn't the one with the baby all day, it really made me feel like less of a woman. And that's something that I had to resolve within myself to be like, no, that's, (laughs) who's. That I have to do everything in order to have harmony and success in all areas of my life. That is a lie. And that's a lie that's been uh, really put into us as women to keep us stuck, to keep us unhappy, to keep our identities and what we can do, um, as opposed to just doing whatever necessary to be the most efficient. And I yeah. had to really just get secure in how my family was to operate. Like even my husband is very involved. And um, there was even when after uh, I had my son, I had to go back to the hospital. I had postpartum preeclampsia. And so I had to go back to the hospital and leave my baby at home. And so my I felt horrible. Like, what kind of mother am I that I have to be back in here and my son is at home with his father by himself? And so and my husband just he's just a, a very hands-on guy. So he's he going to do bath time. He's going to do whatever. It's nothing off limits. It's nothing like that's mommy's job It's we're going to both do whatever we need to do. But if it, a lot of times it made me feel like less of a woman. If I wasn't doing everything with the baby and my husband was doing something and people were even, you know, making comments to me, like what he giving the baby a bath. Why are you, what you doing? And I'm like, what? Am I supposed to feel bad because a father is being a father? So just really divorcing myself from the opinions of other people when it came to my family and my business has been very key for us just finding our flow. You know, because that's something we had to learn being a first time mom and me and my husband being first time parents. What's our flow? What's our family like? Now, now that it's us and a baby, what are our core values? How do we operate things here? What, how, what type of boundaries are we going to put in place for our families? And that's something that my husband and I had to figure out and that we also had to enforce whenever our families got out of line.
0: Yeah. Y'all better look, if y'all haven't already taken those, go ahead and pull out that pencil and paper, (laughs) just, just hit rewind, go back to the beginning and take it all again. Cause this is this is everything and this is everything that first time moms truly do go through Mm -hmm. women, especially us black women, we really do feel like, you know, we have to be in charge and control and handle everything. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, not even the Proverbs 31 woman was in charge of everything. She delegated, she set things Mm -hmm. up and she let her systems work into place and do those Mm -hmm. things. And that just happened. Mm -hmm. So if the lady back in the biblical times (laughs) was doing that, it should be the same for us here in in twenty twenty one. Like, mm-hmm. but but by, like you were saying, it, it's it's still embedded in us as women. It's still embedded in us, and and society still gives us like you know like you were saying. Well, where were you at bath time? I was on the couch mm-hmm. drinking this glass of wine because that was their little time together. <laughs> and then yeah, that's man. what happened. Watching on TV, minding my business, minding my business. <laughs> <laughs> While I trusted my husband to give our child a bath. Okay, okay. thank exactly. you. <laughs> so what would you say to the mom that is wanting to start a business um, and is a new mom or is a mom period? um, And she may be uneasy about juggling everything because I can't say balance. It's a juggling act sometimes to me.
1: <laughs> and, and balance is such a waste of time to try to achieve because if you, the definition of balance is that everything has to weigh the same in order for it to be balanced. So in order for a five pound weight and a 10 pound weight to balance out some weight got to come off the 10 pound side. And so I think that that's unrealistic for us to achieve because every weight or thing that's in our life, does not weigh the same. It's not, my family doesn't weigh the same as my business. My business comes way after my family, you know, God comes before all. So having those clear priorities, um, is a is a huge thing to understand so that we can divorce ourselves from that terrible mindset or that thinking that we have to do it all or everything has to be on the same playing field because that's not true. Um but for the mom who wants to start a business, I would say first of all count the cost. First and foremost. I think a lot of times we create Instagram pages and say, "Oh, I have a business already." And no, you have an Instagram page, but in order to start the business, how much is it going to cost financially? because it costs money to get the LLC. If that's the, the uh, format you want to go with, it costs money to maintain that. So incorporating those startup costs so that you're not going into it blindly, um, figuring out the time that it's going to take. When I first started podcasting, I wasn't a mom, but as I was weighing where I wanted to build a brand online, I was looking at all the options. We had social media and I was like, okay, what is it going to take to build an online brand on social media? time. I'm going to have to be beat every time I come on the camera, <laughs> I got have that latest outfit. I got to have photographers and lighting and I got to be on my phone all day and all of that. That wasn't attractive to me. I, I like the freedom of my time. I don't yeah. want a job a, a title or anything to make me feel like I'm bound. And so um, I looked at social media and I said, you know what? That's not going to be it. So then I looked at podcasting. I'm like, hmm. This is kind of cool. Podcasting is a very new industry. So it's not even just a platform, it's an industry with its own rules and regulations and all of that stuff. So I'm like, hmm, with in order to have a podcast, I gotta talk once or put out one episode a week and because that's the format I chose to go with. Like, oh, so I just talk for like an hour a week and upload it, and that's it.
0: Bam. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Let me do this because this is going to give me more time to when I do start a family or whatever I decide to do if I just want to not do nothing. That's going to give me time to do that as well. So um, let me choose podcasting as my platform of choice, because if I could focus in on this, this has great potential with income, has great potential with um, building a brand, and it has great potential with allowing my time to be free. And so just after just really evaluating all of the options that I had, I made the decision to go with podcasting and that's worked out extremely well. So I would tell the mom to count the cost. Figure out which idea is gonna fit what you want to do right now or how you wanna live right now or what your financial situation is right now, and then go all in with that. If I just want to sip champagne and eat oysters, bottle water every day for the rest of my life, then let me do that. <laughs> Bam! Okay, then just do it then, tatum. Just do
0: it.
1: <laughs> I don't want to try my- to my- your level. level. I-, I don't want to live life
0: like that. Okay. Look, I'm telling you, I'm working up, I'm working up to a Tatum level, okay. To a Tatum <laughs> level, I'm working up to get there. So I'm like, look. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Tatum. I really do appreciate and I think you gave some really valuable information for any mom, but especially our first-time moms really trying to figure everything out and mm-hmm. how to incorporate baby and business together, weighing the options, prioritizing. We spoke about all that here. Um, tell everybody mm-hmm. how
1: they can get a hold of you, find you, contact you. <laughs> So on all social media, I'm Tatum Tomea, T-A-T-U-M-T-E-M-I-A. It's kind of like the hub for everything else that's going on. So if you go to Instagram or if you go to tatumtomia.com, you'll be able to find me, the podcast, anchored media, and all of that. And the biggest thing that I want moms to take away, especially new moms and moms who are who are entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, is to give yourself grace. Give yourself grace and really seek God because He will really give you the blueprint for your life and how you're supposed to live it and how you're going to have everything um, and be able to manage everything well.
0: Well, thank you again. And um, y'all definitely go follow her on Instagram, check out her podcast. It's amazing. Um, it'll be a great benefit to you, um, especially if you do have a business that she really hones in onto God as the CEO. And so mm-hmm definitely go and check that out. (laughs) But y'all have a great one. We will talk to y'all next week. Bye.